Hi everyone, welcome and thank you all for being here today. At this time, I present our Master of Ceremonies of this workshop to you. Welcome Lakeisha James. Lakeisha is a corporate event planner, set designer, mentor, author, and Atlanta chapter leader for the World Woman Conference and Awards. Welcome Lakeisha James, and now I'll turn it over to you. Hello everybody, how's everybody doing? Are you guys excited? Are you guys pumped up? Because I'm ready to get educated, right? Yeah, so I would like to welcome everyone to the World Women Conference and Awards Florida Chapter Workshop titled Social Impact as the Driver for Change for Good. You guys ready? So now I'm going to introduce the Florida Chapter Leader, Rachelle Sabat, also known as Gigi to everybody, her family and friends. She is the CEO and founder of Life Service Center of America, LLC. She's a motivational keynote speaker two-time best-selling author of the Walk With Me and God First books that has been endorsed by Les Brown and life coach and confidence coach, first-generation Haitian-American, financial expert, Florida chapter leader for the World Women Conference and Awards, the host of Walk With Me podcast on JRQ TV, domestic violence advocate, social sexual assault advocate, breast cancer advocate, human trafficking advocate, and mental health advocate, and et cetera. So, ladies and gentlemen, we definitely want to welcome Gigi for hosting and for being the Florida, um, the Florida chapter leader. So, to start off this wonderful event, we have Angel Marie Monticelli. Did I pronounce your name correctly? Monticelli. 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 Love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah, she has so much enthusiasm, guys. She is a, she's your inspirational speaker, motivational keynote speaker, specializing in mindset, energy, confidence, and joy. Angel Marie is an award-winning national best-selling author of Shine On, also a highly sought-after inspirational and motivational speaker, the creator of Shine On Movement and elite Reiki healing system. As an empowerment coach and Reiki master, she has empowered over others for over 20 years, increasing their energy, confidence, and joy. Being diagnosed with lupus, arthritis, dyslexia, and my Angel knew that her mastering self-healing energy and mindset were key to whole body health, which we all know how important self-care is, right? Angel now helps people all over the world through her passion for infusing confidence, energy, and joy into the power-packed speaking engagement by sharing tools for spiritual development, awakening, and self-care. She never fails to help others to raise their energy, resulting in the optimal, healthy, positive outlook. She is well known for her energetic presence, engaging exercises, and catchy signature Shine On song. She lives in Phoenix, Arizona with Shine, her awesome Australian cattle dog. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting Angel Marie. I'll give myself a woo-woo-woo. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so excited for today because we're going to be educated. We're really going to learn about how we can not only show up, but how we also can have a purposeful profit. And that's just not about money, right, everyone? It's not. It's about how you're really showing up energetically also, which is why I'm here is because Gigi has asked me and invited me to kick this off to really help to be able to be in a place where you can learn. And these, lady, these ladies and gentlemen that are going to be speaking today 
I cannot wait because we're going to be learning some really great strategies and tips. So I really appreciate it. So without ado, why don't we just get started and raise the vibration? Now, this is a signature song that I actually sing. I am not a singer. I am not a singer, but yet this is a signature on about the shine on. So I really want you to listen to the, the words to it and take it in as we all raise our vibration. So everyone at home, come on, get your up in here and everybody right here. That means, hey, I agree with what you're saying. And this also is a shine on. And then this is raising your vibration. Remember, when you raise your vibration, what are you doing? You're energizing yourself, right? The nervous system, the blood flow. And then also, you're also helping your mindset to clear. So you have more productivity so you can learn more. Just like the fabulous Carmen is like, yes, yes. And Dr. Brandy, yeah, everyone. There you go, Nick and Ryan. It's awesome. So without ado, let's do this. Everybody ready to sing it? Everybody ready? So we're going to do the shine on. It's going to be right here. Listen to it. And if you can't stand up at home, let's do it. Come on. Let's get it up, ladies and gentlemen, to do the shine on. The shine on movement. The shine on for you. Here we go. about that purposeful profit and the kindness within you that helps 
in your business and your personal life. So thank you so much. Wow. Shine on. Yes. Raising the vibrations. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So our first speaker will be our keynote speaker, Nick Urizen. I do. I am sorry if I butcher your name, um, but your bio is a bit cut off. So once you come on stage, I will let you introduce yourself to everybody. Oh, there we go. Hi, Nick. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Welcome. Great. Thank you very much. So could you um, introduce yourself to everyone? Your bio was kind of cut off. Yeah, I yeah. have a slide for it. So no oh, okay. worries there. Gotcha. I'll okay. cover it. I actually wanted to make a point of that, not to repeat. So Gotcha. I well, love it. I love okay. it. Nick, would you like to go ahead and share your screen? Sure. Nick, we can see your screen. Yeah, you can, right? Yes, you can go ahead and begin. Okay, all right. Um, hello, everybody. I'm very excited to be part of the event. And uh, I'm excited to be able to present to you what I'm very passionate about that I call digital advantage in purpose-driven brand building. So this will speak directly to what we are about, about making an impact. Just a little bit about me. Um, my company is Argometrics. I'm a, I'm a serial entrepreneur, and I've been in technology for since the beginning of the internet. And um, I built a large Amazon account uh, from startup all the way up to $10 million in sales. And uh, there isn't really much I haven't seen uh, since the beginning of the internet. So um, it's something that defined me and uh, it kind of fuels my passion. And I'm very excited to be part of this event because of that. So today's business climate is the, the famous book, A Tale of Two Cities. It's the best of times and also it's the worst of times, especially mm -hmm. post pandemic. During the pandemic, a lot of jobs uh, were lost. And a lot of lives were impacted. But at the same time, we all heard about I mean, the guy went up to the space with the kind of money he made out of how the opportunity presented itself for Amazon. So uh, we're living in a, in, a, in a time that many good things are possible. At the same time, many not so good things are happening. So just to give you a little overview of how business used to be conducted, in the old days, old days being about 10 years ago, things worked in a way where we had a marketplace of products. You had all kinds of different items at all different price points and people would simply go out and buy and companies would try to 
promote them. And they would typically, if you were the manufacturer, you would have a supply chain, you would have to pick a distributor and then wholesalers, and then it would ultimately end up in, in retail stores. And in order to get their name out there, they would get endorsements from celebrities, especially in beauty products. Familiar with it. Um, this was just to get the word out there and pay a lot of advertising on radio, TV, print, you name it. And of course, that would mean running a media blitz, especially for their launch. And, and they would see corporate sponsorships so that they would get the credibility um, by doing that. Of course, this is cost prohibitive for small businesses. It's not for us little guys to be able to do all these things. So today we have a whole different set of dynamics. You have the people producing the products and they can sell because of the internet direct to the consumer while they are also maintaining their supply chain. So how do things work today? First of all, this is one thing that I would like you to take away as a phrase. It is no longer marketplace of products. It is a marketplace of keywords because when products are sold on the internet, they are information and people are searching that. And therefore you need to be able to find brands based on the demand for those keywords. So if you associate your product with a keyword or a set of keywords that have high demand, you will have sales. So there is no more media blitz. There is no more heavy paid advertising because you have millions of keywords and there is a focus. When you have focus, obviously situation changes. There is no more media uh, blitz and paid advertising, but what you need to be looking at is how those keywords are driving the customer to your products. And that means analytics looking at numbers. And of course, the way to establish yourself is all about values. When somebody is searching for a keyword, it's because they are interested in whatever that keyword represents as a subject matter. And that has that speaks to the consumer, and then speak consumer buys the product, and then they spread the word for you in the form of reviews. These days, we don't really buy anything unless we look at reviews. We want to have what we call experience share. People talk about their experience using the product, they become the advocate for the product. So that is a big deal. And of course, you can collect more reviews by leveraging your social media. Talk about your values. Your values will translate into keywords. Keywords will bring the people in. Your product will represent your values. And then that will become, it's a, it's a snowball. It just grows from there. So we've, we've gone from media blitz, celebrities, and millions of dollars, big launches to this kind of a, an environment. And of course, because of this, now anybody can build a purpose-driven brand that offers value, that speaks to the consumer. So this is not just exclusive to, to big companies that have deep pockets. So in the old days, again, 
traditional brand. Let's say that you are doing all this. This is how things work. You needed the manufacturing facility. You needed the, the supply chain. That you needed to have the distribution, the warehouse, people. If you were doing the shipping yourself, then pick back ship. And, and also you needed to produce a lot of inventory and hold it. This is, this obviously is not for small brand operations. You can't possibly do all these things because it's too expensive. Today, the digital advantage is primarily represented by Amazon. And just for those who may not know, I'll just put some perspective with numbers. $6 out of every $10 spent in the US is spent on Amazon. These numbers change all the time, but this is the advantage you have. So basically, whatever idea you have, it's on Amazon, you're gonna capture six out of $10 that's spent on that kind of product. So therefore, this is what we wanna leverage. So what is the first thing you do? You create a purpose-driven high demand product. So what does that mean? Again, going back to the keywords, you find which keywords are in demand and then you can create products around it and then use contract manufacturers. There's no more manufacturing facility. And then you ship it to Amazon in bulk. You don't have to do one by one and you ship your large shipment. You can have the manufacturer ship it directly to Amazon. And then all you have to do is just monitor how things are working, what is happening, what keywords are bringing you traffic and, and how your sales are doing. And then make sure you reorder inventory because you can have traffic. People may be looking for it, but you don't have enough inventory. There will be no sales. Amazon will simply, once your inventory sells out, that will be the end of it. We'll say currently unavailable. So you make sure you stay on top of your inventory. This kind of stuff means no more overheads, no more warehousing, no more customer service, no more returns, refunds, and large workforce. You, don't, you can do this with a smart operation, which I'll touch in a second, where you can simply manage the whole show without having all these big expenses. And of course, this means that anybody can build a brand and operate at what we call large scale. That means that you don't have to increase your spending in order to increase your sales. So this is the, the key to success by doing it on the internet. Now, let's say that you build a brand. Of course, that means that's your intellectual property. How did the IP protection work in the old days? So this was clearly cost prohibitive because you would have to hire a law firm, get your trademark protection, file with the US Patent and Trademark Office. This would start at $10,000, $15,000. And then if something happened and someone stole your trademark, you would have to sue and get cease and desist order and things like that. So, so you spend all the money, build up your stuff, and as yet without protection, it wouldn't mean anything. So how is it today? Amazon has something called Amazon IP Accelerator. And they register every brand that's trademarked on what they call Amazon Brand Register. So it's almost, it mirrors US Patent and Trademark Office if you wanna be on Amazon as a brand. Now, what that gives you is, first of all, 
there is no more need to hire a law firm and pay $10,000, $15,000. This IP accelerator program is incredible. Amazon went out, interviewed a bunch of law firms, rated them, and I say rated them in their own internal system to say that this is a good firm that will deliver for Amazon sellers. And all you have to do is log in. You can do this right after the show. Just go to Amazon IP Accelerator. You'll see the law firms. And you just select one. The fee is fixed. Amazon pre-negotiated. And as soon as they speak to you and then they collect the information, which takes about a couple of weeks, your filing is done, then Amazon will invite you into the brand registry. Within two weeks, you get your invite. And what that means is now you can start selling. And if somebody starts to do things with your trademark brand, Amazon will immediately throw them out. There's no suing. There is no nothing like that. You, are, you have total protection. You are under the wings of Amazon. There is one other thing here that Amazon wants best customer experience. That means they want sellers who have vested interest in the success of the product. Who else other than the brand owner can provide that? So reviews, your values, everything is all in Amazon's best interest to protect you. So therefore, this is a, a huge game changer for small businesses. So that means anybody can protect their brand and trademark and without being out of pocket, take action if somebody violates it. So what do you need to do these things? What you need does not cost money. It's a mindset. You don't have to write checks. You don't have to hire anybody. You just sit and then rewire how you think. First of all, this idea of marketplace of keywords, you need to know how to research. If you're not a computer person, you get fed up, frustrated doing research, it's a mindset change. Just think about the rewards. And once you find them, you will know how to pick those products. And then you cross-reference that to, okay, if I sold this product, how much money would I make? You want high margin. Typically what we want is whatever you are manufacturing or purchasing from your manufacturer as a finished product has to be about 30% of how much you want to sell it for. Because you're going to spend the money on Amazon, of course, they take a commission and, and then there's all the metrics that go around it. But basically our rule of thumb is between 20 to 30% of how much you want to sell it for has to be the cost of the finished product that's landed here in the US. The next thing is you need to build optimized listings. Once you do your research, you know what those keywords are, you need to now build those keywords into the product information that will be displayed. That's going to bring you those value-based consumers looking for the kind of products that you are selling all around the keywords. And then you need to track what's happening. Okay, I picked those keywords and now what's it doing for me? And of course, this is not a static situation. You have keywords today that work, but six months later, you have new ones or some of them that don't work anymore, you have to replace. So tracking is constant, you have to stay on top of it. 
And then most important, this is the part where a lot of businesses struggle. You have to stay on top of financials and your inventory. The biggest cost you have is the inventory. So you need to know how much inventory you are carrying. If you carry too much, it will bleed you cash. If you carry little, you'll leave money on the table. So how much money you're making and how much inventory you, you carry. And you need to set up processes that can scale. I tell you what that doesn't look like. It doesn't look like hiring somebody and then saying, oh, you take care of this for me. That's not going to scale because when you start getting thousands of orders, that person is going to be completely blocked and, and you won't be able to find someone as good. And also you need to build systems based uh, infrastructure. So your infrastructure cannot be people. It has to be uh, systems, whether it's accounting system, inventory management system. So it cannot be your Excel sheet. Your Excel sheet is not going to scale. So you need to have checks and balances. And also Amazon likes companies that operate systems because systems don't make mistakes and don't make decisions arbitrarily. And the most important is make data-driven decisions, not emotional. Don't think that you've got a great product and you've got great values and then it's going to do well. You need to go find the numbers and then match it up to the numbers. If they, the numbers are telling you this is good, then fine. Otherwise, you'll basically lose money. When you do it this way, your success is inevitable. And I see it all the time. This is my work. And I see companies coming in with pretty much nothing, and then they build a whole operation. So the rewards are you end up establishing a brand that stands for who you are, your values, the kind of impact you want to make in the, in the world. And that's good, but you also get paid every other week. Amazon will deposit the funds in your account every other week. That's the way they work. And you can scale your operation without any overhead where you can either find more and more keywords and drive more business to your listings, or you can simply add more products. If, you're, if you have put in place a systems-based infrastructure, it's not gonna matter whether you sell one or two or five items. It's gonna be simply what we call rinse and repeat. You just repeat the same process. Now, the, the last thing that I will say to you is this is a very hot area right now. So a lot of private equity companies are building brands of their own. They are finding brands that they like, that are aligned with what they want to do, and they're acquiring them. So uh, it's everybody's dream, right? Build a business, and then somebody will write you a fat check for it. That's also happening out there all the time. So um, finally, I'd like to end this with uh, what the whole theme of the event is, purposeful profit. Generating profits alone is no longer really the, the success, so to speak. People, employees, customers are looking for some kind of a purpose in companies or in their products. So building something like this is going to have a lot more longevity and a lot more following. And also what this does is if you think about it from your own standpoint, 
instead of depending on a job and doing things, if you stand for something, you passionately believe in things, then you can build this operation, which is the, the ultimate thing that will empower you. And that's a tremendous feeling. Instead of depending on limited income or somebody or some company that may turn around and say, thank you, goodbye, then you are independent. And that feeling of empowerment and feeling empowered, you can do anything you want. And that obviously is a change for good, which is what we are about. And that brings me to my, um, the end of my presentation. Anybody wants a copy of this presentation, uh, you can email me and uh, I'll be happy to forward you a copy. And of course, my information is here. Anybody wants more information or want to have a chat, uh, I'm always happy to, to speak to anyone. So I think we've got more time. We can open up for questions if anybody has any questions. Thank you, Nick. Nick, Thank you. My pleasure. Nick, if there would be uh, one advice that you could give yourself uh, one, once you started your business back uh, before the internet, what would be the advice to follow today? The advice is my, there, there isn't just one, but it's hard to pick one, but I, I tell you, what this and it's nothing to do with business or knowledge this is what i learned when you start a business there are difficulties mm -hmm. sleepless nights and you're suffering through it and one day you say when does this end when do i say no i don't want to do this anymore so what i learned after years this is what you believe in the question is not when does this end? The question is, do I believe in what I'm doing passionately? Do I believe, is it going to succeed? Now, if you do believe it, there is no end. You keep going. Be prepared for that kind of mindset and then keep pushing forward because the success will come. You will take that thought off the table when you do that, there will be no obstacle in front of you, and then you will just march forward. That's my lesson. There is no quitting. We keep marching forward. I love that. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Does anyone have any more questions for Nick? Well, Nick, wow amazing presentation now the three things i took from it was mindset build a system because i work by systems because if not i'll be all over the place and i don't like to work in chaos and then the third was make data-driven decisions not emotional decisions and i know as business owners we tend to make emotional decisions sometimes but i like that i like those three things that i took away from your powerpoint presentation so thank you so much for sharing your expertise really appreciate it before we move forward to the next speaker uh, camille does have a question for nick as well so Nick, one of, what is one of the biggest challenge you have being an entrepreneur and trying to save all the entrepreneurs? What is one of the biggest challenge you have? I tell you what, again, I, I always bring everything down to mindset. You know, it's, it's bad habits. You know, the good habits are good habits, but we have these bad habits. You know, we grow up, you know, building these. And, um, and this is what I always tell 
when you've got a challenge, or I should say not necessarily a challenge, but you have to do something. You need a solution. You need to fix something. And it's urgent and it's, things are pushing. And, and people do this. They say, okay, I know how to deal with this. But for now, let's do it this way. Mm. If you find yourself saying, for now, stop. Mm. Don't do it that way. Because what happens is, we are all busy. We have no time to go back and fix the temporary solution we put in mm. place. And then other things will come up. And then before you know it, you know what happens? It's house of cards. Those things that you put in place, it's fine. It worked at the time, but it's one on top of the other. And one day they will all come tumbling down. So my mm -hmm. always practical advice is if you are doing something and you think I, I know how to do this, but for now, let me do it this way. Stop. Those two words are toxic. For now, for now, change saying for now. <laughs> so. I love it. I love it. Thank you. I love it. So our next speaker, <clears throat> Dr. Randy D. Ward. Now I'm going to read her bio because I'm just so impressed by it. So it's not too long though. Dr. Randy D. Ward, visionary book coach, master editor, 37-year veteran, language arts Georgia and Egypt educator, international best-selling author, holistic emotional intelligence, harmony life coach, NLP practitioner, communication mastery certified person, international motivational speaker, featured on over 30 radio, podcast, and video interviews, world traveler of 60 countries, African animal advocate, and former owner of Rise Up and Six October Nursery in Egypt. English schools. Recent awards include IAOTPES, Female Visionary, Hall of Fame, and Educator of the Decade 2020. Wow. She inspires me, 2020, Woman of the Year, Language Arts and Writing, Top 100 Registry, Marshall University Star Alumni in, 20, in two 2020 publications, Red Blazer and White Blazer Awardee, Humanitarian Award, and Crown Recipient All Women Rock, 2020 Beautiful Survivors Award and Service Hero Awardee. She has been honored by IWLA, NAPW, now IAW, Global Achievers Club exclusive Marquise Who's Who and other Who's Who's groups and featured in many newspaper and magazines. This woman is amazing, right? I know you guys can't wait for her presentation. I got a little bit more. Her projects are honorary president of World Peace Forest Africa in Egypt, USA Regional Director of Africa Nomads, Conservation in Kenya, Lion Encounter Support in Zimbabwe, writer editor for Chemo Buddies for Life e-magazine, editor writer for magazine, Morocco Pins, and two upcoming 2021 magazines, USA Advisor for International Youth Society, she is a member of WWCA, woo woo, We Are the Change, Lonnie and WPN. She will receive an honorary doctorate in humanitarianism in June 2021. That was last month. Congratulations. Thank you. Her memoir book is Because I Believed in Me, My Egyptian Fantasy Came True. She has short stories, poems, articles published in other anthologies, magazines, blogs, and has received writing awards. 
this lady is amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Randy Ward. To say something, when I hear that, I just get bored easily, guys. So the reason I do all that. <laughs> that is amazing. It's amazing. myself. Okay, I'm going to change the subject completely because I'm going to speak as educator Randy and humanitarian Randy. And I think before we even start a business, we have to develop who we are as human mm -hmm. beings. So in my opinion, before any real change can occur in our world, personally or in a business, we must promote and teach each other the importance of kindness. Think about the businesses you've listened to. I've, I've been exposed to some businesses lately that really irritate me because they have no professionalism. They're not kind. They, they're just rude. And so I decided to talk about the importance of kindness in the business world. A new analysis of, the, of decades of research shows that when we are kind to others, we are healthier and happier. And obviously, if we're healthier and happier, we're going to treat people better, right? Mm -hmm. We all know that it's good to be kind to others. Kindness is an important virtue for sustaining relationships, which helps to build a trusting and cooperative society. We may have heard that kindness makes you happier and healthier, but what does that mean for us, for you? Who acts, what, what acts of kindness make us happiest and who tends to benefit the most? Well, studies have been, that have been done show that measure the well-being in a variety of ways, including both mentally and physical health, okay? As expected people who were the kind, who were kind and tended to have higher well-being. Many studies suggest if you want others to be happy, practice compassion. Compassion is necessary in business as far as I'm concerned. And if you wanna be happy, you need to practice compassion. Helping others is a universal virtue and very affordable and economic way to benefit others and our well-being. As the saying goes, helping others is also helping yourself. There are many physical effects of kindness that are very significant, okay? Science and studies show that being kind and helpful clearly has a positive and uplifting effect on those carrying out the act. But what exactly is happening in the body when you help somebody out? Here are four ways in which the physical benefits of kindness can be felt. Number one, kindness releases feel-good hormones. I won't get in detail because I only have five minutes. Mm -hmm. Kindness can reduce anxiety. Kindness can help alleviate certain illnesses. Finally, kindness can reduce your stress levels. And we know that in the business world, there's a lot of stress. So we need to deal with how to eliminate our stress. Because if we're stressed out, then we don't deal with our clients the way we should be, okay? And, and problems often occur, and we may even lose clients. Kindness is not something that demands hard work or huge amounts of time. It's something all of us can strive to achieve every day. And knowing that the power of kindness and its benefits are immense for ourselves and not just the receivers, why wouldn't we, we want to help others more? But we also must remember that kindness starts with being kind to ourselves. And once we have established kindness in ourselves, then we can lead with compassion and follow with kindness. We all know that we feel happier when we act in service to others. That's why we're here, right? Why we belong to this organization because we want to help others. So I suggest that we all, first of all, choose kindness and everything we do and every dealing we have professionally, personally, we give, to, we give to give, not to receive. And we become kinder with practice. So the more you practice kinder, being kind, the better you become at it. Kindness begets kindness. Kindness is lasting. Okay, I am a poet. 
as Lakeisha said. So I'm always <laughs> writing poems that I think express my feelings better than just talking, okay? So I even did this with my students. Even when I was teaching, I always would read them my poems. They get bored with me sometimes, but it's okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna read my poem about kindness because I think this sums up what I think kindness is in our personal life, and it can also be adapted to our professional life. Kindness can be shown in a genuine smile, taking time to comfort a lonely person for a little while, helping an elderly person get safely across a busy street, saying a friendly hello to all the friends, the strangers we will meet. Kindness is babysitting for a single working mother for free, discovering a place that needs reforesting and planting a tree, making dinner for a family in desperate need, Picking up trash is also a kind deed. Kindness can be found in everything we do and everywhere we look. Kindness is so much more than its definition in a dictionary book. An act of kindness can seem so simple and small in our eyes, but can miraculously lift the spirit of its recipients to the skies. Kindness is not about prejudice or falsely judging others. It is about treating others like your sisters and brothers. Kindness is not about getting people to do what you want them to do. It's about doing unto others as you would want them to do to you. Kindness is generosity, consideration, and caring. Kindness is being friendly, showing warmth, and sharing. Kindness brings people together for the benefit of all. Kindness can break down a wall, and a barrier, excuse me, and remove a wall. Kindness improves the quality of one's life, as I said earlier. It can eliminate those moments of stress and strife. It is beneficial in increasing happiness and enhancing a healthy heart and has been shown to slow down the aging process from the start. Kindness will require one to be brave and strong. It will be required every day and all year long. Some people feel kindness is a sign that one is weak. It will be essential to ignore this unfair personal critique. And as a final comment, in the, the Holy Bible, Ephesians 4.32 states, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Let us all do at least one act of kindness each and every day. God bless all of you and keep you safe and well. And in a world where you can be anything, be kind. Thank you, Dr. Randy. You're very welcome. I want to just go out and be kind right now. Like I see kindness on a totally different level now. Amazing. Thank you for sharing your poem. You're welcome. My pleasure. So our next speaker is. Lakeisha, before we moved on to the next speaker, Angel is here to, for our break. Oh, all right, Angel. Some more kindness. Just to Let's bring go. it up just a little bit and get everybody moving. You know, that kindness breathes right through, and like she said, the endorphins. So, Ragnan, I want to see your hands up, honey. Come <laughs> on, girl. Come, there you go. That's what I want to see. Bringing it up. Let's do it. Because it helps so much when we raise our vibration, because that is our kindness and the endorphins, and it helps us to really mainstream. And Nick, I can see you, Nick. I can see you, Nick. Come on, Nick. Let's get your hands up. There you go. Shine our light and see within ourselves how we can do that. So don't you ever stop and keep shining your light. Just shine it and get it moving. And all 
you participants, I'm gonna do something for you. I'm gonna do a mic drop for Dr. Randy and Nick. Here we go, mic drop, there we go. Can I get yes? just uh, didn't didn't even want to put their camera on they were doing dying on ladies and gentlemen raise the vibrations are you guys feeling the vibration right now yes. awesome awesome <laughs> so i'm going to introduce our next speaker camille rob fabulous camille rob it's the ceo and founder it's the CEO of Just Fabulous Care, JFC, Global Concierge Service, GF's JFC Global Academy, public speaker. She's a mentor, entrepreneur, investor, and advocate for children for over 25 years. Fabulous Camille is highly energetic, honest, hardworking, and has over 25 years of progressive experience caring for children and adults of all ages. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, she has some. I'm sorry. Camille has the ability to care for a newborn, interact with a toddler, mentor a teenager, and make elderly smile all in one day. That beautiful smile she has, how could she not? <laughs> her compassion to help feed the disadvantages exhibited in her community-based food pantry program that feeds hundreds of people in the community. In addition, she provides toys and clothing for underprivileged children. She is compassionate, kind-hearted, hardworking, dependable, and tenacious in ensuring any assigned task is completed expeditiously. Love that, expeditiously. Fabulous Camille Robb is on the board of directors with Dr. Phillips Chamber, member of WOAMTEC, Group African American Group, Project Feeding Kids, Embrace Families, and of course... WWCA Florida chapter member. Everyone, please welcome fabulous Camille Robb. Hello, 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 everyone. So I always put a timer on myself because when I'm talking about the impact that we have to make on society, I get a little bit carried away, especially that we understand that the impact that our children, which are the future, if we don't take care of them, we are messing up our society. So for me, the impact that we do personally for me is totally different from what everybody else do because we start from the ground up. We start from the children, that's our future. So I'll give you a few things that I went over. So I wanted to talk to you about how we can make a difference by teaching each one how to do it, okay? My grandmother always say, each one, teach one. And if you don't take time out to listen, you can't learn so you can teach. And in our society right now, that's one of the biggest problems we have. 
when it come out to going out to making a difference, next week we have over 300 people that we're going to be feeding. I like to do that because what? It makes me feel good. I'm with Dr. Randy. I love feeling good. And when you make a difference in one person's life, you can shine brighter than the morning star. Each one of us have a light in us. And we have to put ourselves in society and understand which way we're going to go. For me and my family, we've decided that we want to take care of the children. So I've been an advocate for kids for over 25 years. And what I've learned from doing and growing through the stuff that I went through as a child, if I don't make a difference and I live in my past, I will also kill my future. We have been trying so hard to look back at what happened to us in the past, we forgot what we need to do in the future. So working from your heart is different from working from your fingertips. Do you guys understand that? A lot of people in our society, they work with a fingerprint. It's always about the money for them. Always about the money. But sometimes it's not always about the money. You take time out. You teach someone how to start their own business. You teach someone how to get their first check. Do you know the impact that that will do on our society? If you could take one student, teach that one student how to grow without going out there stealing, going out there, what they call it, gang banging, going out there doing different stuff that's gonna cost them to be punished. Think about it, just one. How many of us right now are making an impact on one student? And if we can take time out to do that, we will last a lifetime. My light is here to shine for anybody who wants to see it. And if you ask me a question when it comes to my children, I'm gonna tell you, if I don't take care of my children, no one else will. I was asked the other day, do you have a 501c3? And when I told the young lady I don't, she almost fell to the floor. She says, so how on earth do you pay for the stuff that you pay for? I said, well, I'm an entrepreneur a business owner. So I have multiple stream of income coming in. So if you have multiple stream of income, one of those income is going to be designated for the kids and that you're taking care of. For me, just doing that one income. For me right now, ACN is that income that whenever I get a check from them, I use that money to put it back into the society, put it back into the children. Yes, you have people that will offer you ever hear, they say to you, oh, I'll send it or give me a moment. Let me check something. Can you wait until next week? Do you know what it's like going to bed hungry? A lot of people don't. I've experienced that. So I made, it, made up my mind to make that change. So what I've done, I have a garden that I show my students how to plant their own food. Not me, really, my husband, you know? I, I don't do the dirt stuff. <laughs> I just wanted to make it clear, I don't do the dirt stuff. But can you imagine, each child that you can teach how to grow, and they do the same thing. You know what a blessing that would be for society? 
So for me, that's how I make it different. That's how I impact others. Each Let me one out. I'm stuck in your pocket. That's my timer. <laughs> Each one, teach one. And all it takes is just one person to start. And it begins with you and it begins with me. Thank you so much for having me and for allowing me to share. Thank you, Gigi. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you, ladies. It was fabulous being here. Thank you, Camille. Listen, Camille, I love that. Living in your past will kill your future. I love that. That's the motto of everyone needs to live by because your past does not define your future. I'll tell everybody that. And then also we have to get back to our children. They're our future. I love that. Right. Thank you for sharing. Love that. Thank you for having me. So our last speaker is the one and only Ragnay Sinekas. Now, see, I've met her back in 2019, right? Yeah, we met. And she's been a blessing to be around ever since. Um, she has such a huge heart and she loves to give back. She loves to empower women. She's such a strong individual. So definitely, ladies and gentlemen, give your hands up for the founder of WWCA, the reason why we're all here, the reason why this global empowerment organization is here, Ragnar Sinekas. Beautiful. I have been taking notes. I hope that every single person who is watching this uh, at this moment, very moment, or, uh, or if you are watching this, uh, this recording, uh, I urge you to go back to this, uh, this video and uh, really, truly take notes because uh, I think the valuable uh, golden nuggets which have been shared today about uh, Nick was sharing about mindset, strategy and, and tactics, how uh, each one of you can actually be a, uh, a, an entrepreneur that, uh, that is profitable, but also has their mind in purpose. So um, also, I, I really, truly like Dr. Uh, Randy's uh, recipe for kindness. I think that if uh, more doctors uh, at uh, this uh, time of COVID would uh, prescribe uh, kindness, uh, then the world would be in a very different place than it is at this point. And, uh, and I love uh, each one teaches one. I have always said each one reaches one, but uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful way to see it uh, as, as uh, World Woman Conference and Awards and uh, World Woman Empowerment is all about uh, really truly empowering through education. And, uh, and this, this one goes so well with everything, uh, everything that we really truly do. But um, let me just uh, maybe uh, go a little uh, regarding the topic that we were discussing today and, um, and really see the <clears throat> what is the relationship between the, the profit and the purpose and uh, why is the purpose uh, and, and the profit uh, for a business that is purpose-driven as important as any other measure of success. So over time, businesses have really defined success by one factor, and this, it is profitability. While that hasn't changed completely in more recent years, the role of businesses have involved as leaders have been focused on creating greater positive impact. So how the evolution has taken shape? As consumers and employees demand more sustainable and ethical practices from businesses, companies respond by adapting products, taking stands on issues, and putting 
purpose first. Rising consumers' empowerment really means people are flocking to buy from and work for brands that make a positive impact in the world. So as a result, it is no longer enough for brands to focus on business as usual and measure success solely by financial growth. They are more frequently expected to step forward on social issues and stand up for their beliefs or risk really losing both their customers and their employees. This is a trend that we called the purposeful profit and it reflects a new business reality where companies are not only expected to do business in more ethical ways, but also they are finding that doing so based off intangible business results, as Nick was showing us. So how decision-making with empathy and purpose can transform a corporation from one solely seeking to make money into one that is successful both for its profits, but also for its impact. We as leaders need to choose to focus on serving mission-driven businesses. When a leader believes that if we all can harness and focus on our individual talents as a collective, we can create the change that we want to see. And those leaders and businesses who choose to do so are generating significant profit. They are proof that companies can combine positive social change and financial success. Acceptance and awareness can create meaningful action. We see the trend of leaders who want to serve a high purpose through entrepreneurship. So in the past, brands would limit themselves to soft branding of, uh, of cost-related initiatives, preferring to take a quiet role as an invisible supporter rather than taking public stand. This was once the best way for a corporation to support initiatives that aligned with its core values without feeling overly promotional. No? But today, brands are expected to be more vocal. Sitting on the sidelines is not enough anymore. Now, companies must work to earn consumers' trust through positive business models, ethical treatment of workers, charitable good deeds, socially responsible sourcing, and daily commitment to purpose, along with profit. Just as consumers are making intentional choices about what products to buy and brands to support, employees too are seeking workplaces that allow them to have a greater purpose and make a difference in this world. So how to use the purposeful profit? Number one, to start with, the leaders need to take credible position. As profit and purpose matter more than ever before, brands and leaders alike can fall into the trap of rushing to take the position or make a stand on an issue without really thinking through whether others will see their move as credible. An example would be a legal services firm that uh, decides to launch an initiative to support empowering female leaders no? within the company, but despite not having any women on their board of uh, directors or even in the C-suite. No? As consumers and employees regularly turn to organizations with a strong purpose, they will be more exciting of those who claim to have purpose, but do not 
back their words with action. Another way to really use the purposeful profit is to practice conscious capitalism. One more personal side, as consumers, the power is in your hands. We may think that a small choice we make, perhaps foregoing a product that uh, was produced questionably or paying a few dollars more for a product that was ethically made does not really make a difference or matter. It does. After all, how much impact can one person have? A lot. Yet by making socially responsible choices consistently and thinking about how the positive and negative impacts of this purchase, we can contribute to a ripple effect with every decision about what we buy and where we buy it, we really demonstrate what is important to us and send a clear message to those organizations. The way we make the products and how they do business really do matter. So, and the third one is uh, to profit really uh, is to focus on impact. The more real-time real tools such as barcodes, scannings, apps, online reviews, uh, that customers have to instantly assess corporate practices, the more they will demand not only a commitment to doing good, but also to achieving results. Those who can show and demonstrate positive impact on the world will be the ones who can inspire the most loyalty from customers and the employees alike, and sustained returns for investors as well. Now, if you feel like you're being called to create or run a mission-driven business, here are the four fundamental elements to consider. Number one, passion. Number two, vision. Number three, strategy. And number four, tactics. And I hope that really everything that was shared today will add value to you. And so you can structure your business to maximize profit and purpose. We need mission-driven businesses now more than ever to really help to heal this world that we are currently living. And I want to thank you really, uh, Nick, Dr. Randy, Camille, for everything that you shared today, because I just, uh, you, you made incredible uh, intro to everything that I wanted to share today. And I think our, our presentations were really, really much aligned. Now you who you are watching, it depends on you where you are in, in your life and in your business. And the most important is to take action. And you can take action only when you have a better awareness. So when we have better awareness, we can make better decisions. And while we're making better decisions, guess what? We're getting better results. So get to work and get it done. Thank you very much. Thank you, Rangi. Yes, very important information. Your decisions, yes, make great decisions. Every cause, well, every cause has an effect, right? And every cause has a consequence. So definitely make sure you make the right decisions. Thank you so much, Rangi, for sharing your expertise with us. Always a pleasure having you on our platform with us. And now this will conclude our event. Um, last words from our from you guys, I'm sorry, World Women's Conference and Awards, Florida chapter leader. And then we'll proceed with Dandy Rand Dr. Randy. Pran us out. Thank you, Lakeisha. Yes, yeah, so I wanted to 
go ahead and share with you all. Now write this down, mission-driven businesses matter. Therefore, supporting those type of businesses are key for our society to change in a positive manner, as Ragna Sinegas mentioned. So write this down, impact intertwines with purposeful profit. Again, I'll say it again, impact intertwines with purposeful profit. So how are you making an impact in this world? And then you also want to see how is that business that you may be supporting, how are they making an impact in this world? Therefore, remember how you show up in this world is everything. And so yes, whom you support and the type of businesses you support have a huge effect and impact in our society. Therefore, prior to supporting any businesses, always be clear of their mission and always ask why, why? Because credibility as it relates to purposeful profit truly matters. They intertwine with impact. Remember that. And so I wanna say thank you to all of our speakers today. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. And also to our master of ceremonies, Lakeisha James, you show up each and every time and you, you show up powerfully and you just and impact, talking about impact, right? <laughs> yes, and also thank you to our, our founder, Ragnus Danikas. I truly appreciate you and for bringing World Woman Conference and Awards together. And that's where it begins, following and supporting groups and organizations similar to Ragnar Sinekis World Women Conference and Awards, those businesses and organizations that are making a huge impact. And remember, impact intertwines with purposeful profit. So remember, always ask why and be clear of the company's mission. Thank you. And now we're going to close out with Randy, closing us out in prayer. All right. Everybody would bow your heads, please, and join me. Thank you, dear Lord, for all that you have taught us. You have filled our hearts with your light. You are a savior and our teacher and all we will ever need. Help us never to be afraid to step out of our comfort zone, take the risk we need, both professionally and personally, for we know your arms are always open and all good comes from you. When we believe in ourselves, work hard, and continue to dream bigger. Precious Lord, although our world has changed drastically during this pandemic, we know your love for us has never changed. Your love is eternal, and your mercy is always ready for all who seek you. Help us to pray for each other, for this, for this time is crucial to our faith and our eternal destiny and to our success both as people and business people. It is a time to lay aside our pride, prejudice, or false judgments and criticisms of others, especially in the business world and in our personal life as well. The love of God for the world is sent to fill the hearts of his people. Amazing love that compels us to pray for the people of the world. Take up the powerful weapons of warfare and stand strong in the Lord against the unseen forces of evil that sometimes tend to corrupt our world, our business, and our lives. Let us join together as the house of prayer for all people and all nations to make this a better world for all of us. Our Lord has gone before us, and today he leads us in triumph against the forces of darkness in our society. Help us to be the instruments in his service to eliminate the darkness we see and help those in need of our services. As our world continues to change in so many personal and business ways through time, we thank you for sending your spirit upon us. We especially pray for all those 
who come to us for help and who come seeking peace and comfort. With your spirit, help us to reach out to each person in need. Use us again as your instruments to bring them your healing graces during this difficult time in our history and to teach others to love and help others in powerful ways, both personally and professionally. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Randy. And thank you all again for being here tonight. We truly appreciate each and every one of you. And we'll see you at our next workshop for the Florida chapter. You all have a great day. Have a blessed weekend, guys. Likewise.